Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! At box ce soir, Alexandre Vachon et Brandon Pitball. Oh, alors, Eric Nielsen, Jonathan Tremblay. Alors, Gord et Kevin Cormier. Oh. situation. There is a Cape Breton screaming eagle on the bench. He is on the bench in the middle of that pylon with the Teton. That is George Davis on the bench and he jumped right into the bench and that's what we're talking about. What's up everyone and welcome to another episode of Five in a Game. I'm your host Jordan and thanks for tuning in for another episode. We are on episode nine guys so like I say every time we are climbing. Um, if you guys didn't check it out, be sure to do so. I just did an interview for episode eight with Eric Lizon. We went over his career. Eric was an absolute great guest, man. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to Eric and hearing his stories. Um, he was a beauty. That guy was one tough cat, man. He really and truly was. So thank you, Eric, so much for coming on the show, man. I had an absolute blast, and I look forward to uh, trying to get you back on the show again at a later time because I had that much fun with you, man. So. Thanks again, Eric. Um, for you guys out there, definitely go download it, have a listen. It's a really, really interesting episode. Um, like he talks about his time in Victoriaville, how he got there, his rise up to the CHL, onto the AHL, and of course, when he landed over to the infamous toughest league on the planet, the LNA hate. So it's a great episode, guys. Be sure to take a take a listen to that. Um I had that much fun with Eric that I actually have another player interview coming at you guys on Monday. And who that is with, I will drop before this episode ends. Um, today's episode, guys, I'm going to go over the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and something that happened the, earlier this week uh, the Cape Breton Halifax Mooseheads game. I'm going to talk to you about the fight rule, stuff like that. But before we get into all that, I'd like to give a special shout out to the fourth line voice, Darren, over there at his podcast. Absolutely amazing dude, man. Darren's Darren's really the start of this. I gotta I give that guy as much credit as I can in the world. Um, like I said, I had so much fun on Darren's podcast, man, that I went out and did something on my own. So, Darren, thank you for. Uh, waking up the podcast beast because uh i'm trying to you know man i'm trying to do my thing and it's all thanks to you also go check out five for fightings podcast at uh, with alec over there that dude's got a sick youtube channel as well um he's got some uh you know all kinds of different fights up there man um he's he's like the echl and stuff like it's absolutely amazing the stuff that alex got on his channel and his podcast he has a wicked back catalog so if you guys are out there wanting to check him out and you guys are into that league be sure to go check out alec over at the five for fighting podcast does a sick job um also i want to give a shout out to joe lazito man joe lazito and i were talking back and forth and you know joe's an absolute great guy he owns the uh nordiques knuckles podcast um where he interviews uh, former quebec nordiques and stuff like that it's absolutely amazing i started really getting lost in it the other day um so like i said joe lazito over at the nordiques knuckle podcast absolute beauty definitely go check him out guys um but yeah let's get into it so I'm going to talk about what happened earlier on this week um, in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, what happened at 
the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles versus the Halifax Mooseheads game. And it went like this. Connor Shortall for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles took on Zachary LaRue. Um, these guys had a good little tilt, man. I got to say, they actually had a really good solid scrap. And what happened at the end of that was, you know, LaRue kind of like did a little showboat thing. It was out of the camera. It's from guys that told me what happened at the game. Um, and these guys got actually suspended for this shit. Like, it actually makes me sick that this is what happens in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League now. I mean, the boys are fired up. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So these guys actually got suspended. Connor Shortall got two games, and Zachary LaRue got three games. I mean, the guy was named Player of the Month this year, um, and he doesn't do a lot of fighting at all. And to see a guy like that get suspended for that, it's absolute bullshit. They called it a stage fight, a quote-unquote staged fight. I mean, there's not much fighting in the queue to begin with. You know what I mean? I counted today, there's a total of three fights for the whole fucking month of January. Like, like there's little to no fighting in it anymore. And I don't understand why these kids are getting suspended for stuff like this. They're setting them up to fail is what they're doing. So, like, you get these guys going up in the different the, the systems, man, you know. They might go to the ECHL, AHL, the SPHL, whatever the case may be. And you mean to tell me they're not allowed to learn how to protect themselves? Good fucking luck if any of these kids decide to wander back and go home to Quebec and end up in the, uh, the LNAH. They'll get fucking killed over there. Absolute killed, and it's bullshit. And in 2020... Uh, they put a new rule in that any fights that happen in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, they're given five and a ten-minute misconduct, which is absolute garbage. Like, like back in the day in the 2002, 2003 eras, like, there was all kinds of fights. Whether the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League want to come to terms with it or not, they were known for toughness. It really was. It was one of the toughest leagues going. They had all kinds of big names and like around that time. The Ryan Hands were coming in. The Jonathan Tremblays. The Pierre Luc LeBlancs. The Marty Doyles. The, like you name it. Like these guys oh, throughout the years, they had they had toughness. And it sucks to see it getting so watered down now that now you get five and a ten minute misconduct. Um, and like what one of the rules that they have that. Here is exactly what it is. Players who accumulate three fights will receive a one-game suspension and with one-game suspension added for each subsequent fight. Like, basically what they're doing is they're trying to get rid of all the fighting in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which it just fucking baffles me to be to beyond. It really and truly does. Like, growing up and going to the game. So, last week... I went to the Cape Breton Eagles game, and they played the Baycomo Dracar, okay? There might have been maybe 200 people there. Maybe 200 people there. Now, when I was growing up, I'm 31 now. So when I was about, you know, 12, 13 and shit, when you go over to the Center 200 and you knew that the Baycomo Dracar were coming here, you knew you were in for a show. Like, they had Pierre-Luc LeBlanc and Ryan Hand, and the Eagles had Robin Richards and Neil Smith. Like, you knew something was going to happen. So regardless of... It was good, good hockey. So regardless of what was going on during the game, you were going to see a war going over there. Like, I know I didn't miss any games when Baycomo came to town. Like, I really, truly did it. Ryan Hand was one of my favorite players. Um, I used to love Ryan Hand. He was real tough defenseman. Real tough kid, man. Ryan Hand was the man. 
And uh, look, 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 Pierre-Luc LeBlanc, like, look at him. Look, look what his career, where he went. The guy played in the NHL. Uh, he fought every guy you could think of from the from the queue right on up and, and stayed in the NHL for a while and had a really good career with the Devils and stuff. So, like, they these guys bred a lot of tough dudes. So I don't understand why it's getting so watered down. So back to my story being there last week. I'm there with my kids, and we're sitting there watching the game, you know, and I got the kids' popcorn and all that and all that shit, and, like, we're starting to watch the game, and my son's literally bored to death. I couldn't get over it. Like, he had no interest in seeing it. It was one of the most boringest, non-emotional games I've ever seen, and I think that's what's missing from the game these days, too. Like, everybody's so fucking buddy-buddy with each other, and let's get pictures on Instagram and shit. Like, I don't give a fuck if you hang out with your with your other fellow tough guy friend behind the scenes. That's what I loved and that's what my other guest that I, I'll name at the end of it was telling me that we talked about that he was friends with some of the guys, but none of us in the stands knew it. It was like a behind the scenes. Now, like, you know, they pull back the curtain a bit and you see what's going back there. And it's just to me, it just sucks uh, because when you watch them from the stands, these guys like legitimately hated each other. And some of the guys that you played in the league, you know, you really and truly did hate them. But it's just. There's no emotion in the game anymore. Uh, there's no accountability. Um, there's no game within the game anymore. There's no policing it whatsoever. Um, and what sucks is, like, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see some of, you know, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League's teams fold because, like, there's no way they're drawing in the crowds that they used to. I know them Quebec people. They love their fair share of fights down there, man. I know that whether it's LNAH or not, they love it. They really, they really do love it, and I don't know how many they're jamming. I can only go by what I've seen at Center Two Hundred, and before you couldn't, you know, you couldn't go to a, you couldn't go to the game and just sit wherever you wanted because those seats were filled. Now it's you can buy a ticket and for the upper bowl and literally go sit against the glass if you wanted to. No one's going to come down and you know kick you out of there. But it's just, it just sucks to see, man. That really and truly does. Um, because, like I say, that, that the league was just just so – it was just so tough, man. It was just so tough. Like, I would love to see this day and age of youth that's out there playing in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League step on the ice with fucking Jonathan Tremblay back in the day. You know what I mean? Coming out on the ice and seeing what's – like, like, I'd like to see you step in there and try to, and try to you know, shoot your fucking mouth off with him there. Or, like, a guy like Eric Lizon – that was there, or like anybody, hand, you know, Sheldon Wenzel for the Lewis the Maniacs, like the list goes on and on, the Mark andre Waz, the Pascal Morenzis, all the years, they, they, they bred tough guys, and now, you know, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League just kind of staying away from it, but I think it's absolute bullshit that Shortall and the Rue got suspended for the quote-unquote stage fucking fight, like, give them a break here. You know what I mean? There's hardly anything going on. The, the the numbers have dropped in every single league you could think of. But, like, to give a guy like LaRue, who was the, the player of the month, you know what I mean? He's on fire. Um, he's actually putting up, excuse me, uh, putting up a lot of points, man. And he's actually a really, you know, valuable asset to the team. So to see a guy like that get suspended for three fucking games because he went out there and had a fight with... Uh, another guy because they you know didn't let the play circle the block three times before actually getting into the fight like 
I don't understand because it wasn't like off the draw or anything like that. Like if you guys go on and try to find the fight, it's on hockeyfights.com there. Like you guys can go on and just click uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. It's short all versus LaRue. Like the puck drops, the play's in motion. They're going down the other end. And all of a sudden the whistle blows and the boys are fighting close to center ice there. And the refs, the referees kicked them out of the game because they got that stupid fucking rule where it's five for fighting and a 10 minute misconduct. And, you know, they, they kicked them out and, out of nowhere, at the end of the game, they uh, they suspend these guys for the stage fight. It's just it's an absolute fucking joke to me, um, and they like hockey is just totally different. That's why I'm like during these podcasts, guys. That like I live, I live in a back back in the golden years. You know what I mean? Like with the Sammy Duplains, the Trevor Ettingers, and up right to where like the Asher Bernards and you know the Tristan Mansons and um, the Anton Manson. You know this. Spencer Metcalf, the list goes on there, and it was just kind of like a, it plummeted. It really did. Um, it went from having, you know, where you see guys having 30 fights by themselves to maybe the whole year have 30 fights, like the whole fucking league. So it's not it's not a big thing anymore, and it's, like I said, it's really sad to see. So the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, in my eyes, has taken a really different turn, and I don't know why, because... It, like when these kids leave the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, there is potential you know, to you know to run into somebody that you're going to have to fight, and you're not going to have uh, you're not going to have that rule you know kind of protecting you where all oh, that guy fought three times already. Like I'm not going to have to worry about him. He's not going to want to take another another fine or get suspended. No, like these kids should be used to you know having a fight more than three times a year like i think that rule is completely stupid it, it puts it's like a handicap on you man it's like it puts you in like a little cage that you can't get out of um because now if you if something pops off you can't do shit about it because now you're going to be suspended for a game and an extra game because you fought twice you know what i mean like it's just it's just it's just not good for the league and i don't know why anybody in the world would want that because like look at the people that went on and played higher levels of hockey from starting in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Like, my last guest I just had, Eric Lizon, was one of them. You know what I mean? Like, that guy came into the league. He fought the Kevin Cormiers. He fought the Gabby Rocks. He fought the Brett Gallants. And he went on to, you know, do really big things in his career. He went to the AHL and got a taste of it, man. He he did that from starting off in the queue. I mean, and Brett Gallant, look at Brett Gallant. Brett Gallant is still playing to this day he's playing in the ahl real tough dude and he came out of the quebec major junior hockey league now could you imagine brett gallant having a fucking three fight rule on him they'd have it done in the first three games i mean the guy sometimes fought three times a week sometimes you know four times a week depending on the schedule but like it's just shot putting a dark cloud over it i think the ohl has a rule like that i believe the whl is the only league that doesn't have that rule which is good for them really good for them but um i just think it's limiting you know and and the audience is there it's not as a big fan base anymore not saying that everybody goes there because of the fights but i mean it helps you're losing man and you know the score is kind of getting out of hand. At least you know you, you, the the fans never left disappointed because there were so many tough guys that you you, you kind of like you know like who's gonna go tonight? Like who's gonna be the guys to go at it? Like that's gonna steal the show. Like at least you knew that like regardless you were gonna walk away with those. 
now it's like you go to the game you it's just literally like you're killing time like time stood still like it felt like forever to get out of a period because i just wasn't enjoying myself like whatsoever and you could tell the way the game is today that it's killing the it's killing the audience man because no one wants to go watch it because it's literally high school hockey with visors like there wasn't any big hits there it's just it's just becoming like i don't know it's just not for me anymore um like i got like when the kids get free tickets like i'll take them like i'm not gonna not let them go watch the games because the way i feel towards it like my my sons play hockey so like i get it but like come on man like come on like at least make it entertaining and it wasn't so like that's my this is my opinion only on the quebec major junior hockey league like i'm sure you'll have your guys out there who absolutely love the way the league is and the way that it's more you know like uh the skill level's a bit higher the finesse is up there it is what it is like like don't get me wrong the quebec major junior hockey league breeds good good players they really do but like at the same fucking time don't try to pretend that you know you this wasn't what it once was back in the day like these guys went on and had wicked friggin' careers because of playing in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League that you were testing your toughness as a 16 to 20 year old you know what I mean like if you thought you were tough and you were in the queue you had more than enough people to try to test it on you know what I'm saying like like Victoriaville, for example, they had Matt Nickerson and Eric Lizon on the same team. So which one do you want? You know, like you go to Halifax, you got Kevin Cormier up there just foaming at the mouth to feed you a left hand. <laughs> you go to Baycom, oh, there's Ryan Hand and Pierre-Luc LeBlanc just whenever you're ready, you know, <laughs> pick your pick your poison here. Like all the teams had those guys and like, I don't know, like, I don't know, man. I just get baffled at the whole thing, and like hockey's really soft now. It's not the game it once was, and I kind of, I guess, all we all have to just accept that. But the reason why I do this podcast is because I want the guys to be recognized for what they did, and I'm going to be sure that I'm not going to let the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League's history get swept under the rug. And oh, hey, look at us. You know what I mean? Okay, Sidney Crosby came to the league. Yeah, he did. But you know what? Sidney Crosby had Sebastian Laferriere right there next to him as well. You know what I'm saying? So, like, give a shout-out to Sebastian Laferriere. Like, that guy's out there still doing it. Another Quebec Major Junior Hockey League former tough guy. That guy's in the LNA hate right now still doing it. It breeds good finesse players, but it also breeds tough motherfuckers, man. Like, like it, 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 is, it is what it is. So, like I said, you can sweep it under your rug all you want. I made this podcast just to shine the light on the queue of what they're trying to, you know, keep in the shadows because like my first ever fight that I got to watch was Trevor Ettinger versus Ryan Flynn. Trevor Ettinger was one of the toughest dudes I've ever laid my eyes on. Ryan Flynn right there as well, man. Ryan Flynn went on to play in the NHL, knocked out friggin' Matt Johnson. He knocked out fucking Brad Brown. Like Ryan Flynn was a bad dude. And you can't take that away from him. I mean, look at some of the guys that went on to play in the NHL. Because, I mean, Donald Brashear, another guy, played in the queue. Tough bastard. Sandy McCarthy, another guy. P.J. Stock, Matthew Barnaby. You know, the list goes on and on of guys that came from the queue. Peter Worrell, George Rock, Joel the Animal Tyrio played in the queue. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, these guys 
we're tough, tough dudes. So why do you want to pretend that, like, you know, we didn't have this? Because it did. It did. In the early 90s, you know, early 2000s, mid-2000s there, it was still, they still had tough guys. But you could kind of see the new era kind of taking over. You know, 2006, 2007, it was a little bit different. And then 2000, you know, 13 and 14 was kind of like, okay, it's on its last legs a little bit. Now it's just like, just give your head a shake. <laughs> like, that's all you want to do. Like, that's all you can do is just literally give your head a shake at the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League now. So, like I said, I'm glad that you guys are enjoying the show and showing it a lot of love because, like, I'm just getting started. But... I just think that I'm going to be the guy that shows the world here for the listeners out there that the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League was one of the toughest leagues around and the guys that were in it were second to none, man. And like on top of that, like it was just a fun place to be like growing up watching the queue. Like the guys that were in it and the guys that went there, like I said, like I remember going there as a kid and the place would be jammed, packed, steady. Like, like playoffs, unreal. Like, Acadie Bathers would come to town. Like, the players would be involved with the fans. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be throwing stuff. Um, they'd be heckling. There'd be water getting sprayed on fans. There's all of that. Now, if you did that in the queue, you'd probably be banned for, like, 15 games if you sprayed water, like, on a, like on a van there. Like, that was just a normal day there. Like, and I'm sure, you know, the, the the teams, it was the same way when you went to other leagues. I can only speak for what happened at Center 200 because I'm from Cape Breton and I went to a lot of Eagles games. But, like, they used to come out where the Zamboni came out and they used to get it. Like, the fans would feed it to the opposing team, man. Like, and they'd be chirping back. Like, I was remember I was sitting there one time and they were swinging sticks at the fans. Like, swinging sticks up there and... You know, it's just it was I was I was just completely baffled at what was going on. Like now, there wasn't even anybody suspended for that. Now, if you did that, like I said, you'd probably be kicked out of the league, or you know, you'd be uh, you'd be getting a heavy, heavy suspension because, like I said, these kids that got a quote unquote stage fight got uh, three games, and the other one got two games for that. So, but like like I said earlier, it it just lacks it just lacks some emotion, man. It it really does. Like I remember when you'd watch a fight, like. Like, let's take a former Cape Breton Screaming Eagle, for example, Pascal Morenci. Now, I shared this story on with Eric on the podcast that my dad isn't an overall big hockey fan, never really was, but I got him to come to the game with me one time, and I was telling him about Pascal Morenci. Uh, for those out there who don't know who Pascal Morenci is, you know, YouTube that guy. He wasn't an overall big dude. But he would fight the devil, man, and he he put on a hell of a show, real showboater, you know what I mean, after the fights, it would make the crowd a part of the game. He really did. Um, so I got my dad to come over and watch Pascal Morenci do his thing, and uh, the first game he was at was the one that George Davis jumped in the bench, actually. Um, so my dad watched Pascal Morenci beat up Patrick Gosselin that night, and he gets up, you know, and pulls the logo and pumps up the crowd and everything, and my dad was hooked. He was hooked. He wanted to go every single game just to watch Pascal Morenci because he had emotion. He was in the game. Like, he brought the fans closer. Like, when he was on the ice, he made you feel like you were a part of the team. They all did. Um, all the players that year, man, they really they used the atmosphere to pull you in. 
like it's hard to explain. I'm sure the viewers out there know what I'm talking about when you guys went to your games. If you're if you're uh, a Quebec Major Junior Hockey League fan or whatever league it is you're from, the tough guys really brought it to the rink every single night, and they made you feel a part of the game, just probably like Pascal Morenci did. But like my dad was hooked, and the moment Pascal Morenci got traded, my dad has never went to another Eagles game ever, and that was like the early 2000s. Like he just. He just never he couldn't be bothered because he didn't feel it was the same. And now that looking back on it, I could understand how he felt because I feel the same way now. Um, I just I just can't be bothered. So yeah, it's just it's just fucking the world is changing. I totally get that. I guess we all just you know have to agree with it or whatever, and just try to. We're never going to be wowed ever again when it comes to that aspect of the game. Um, you're not going to have anybody jumping in the bench like George Davis did. You know, you're not going to have someone having 30 fights uh, a year anymore. No, they're going to have a whopping three. Um, and it's absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, that's my rant about the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League as a whole right now. Like I said, um, it's been a while since I've been at the games. And it's it's just really boring for me to go watch that now, which is an absolute sin. But... I'm going to make this podcast and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and, you know, a little bit better in the eyes of of the viewers. So, like I said, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to this show because, like, if you guys were a fan of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League or a fan of a player that played in the queue or anything, chances are he's going to come across the desk eventually uh, with all the different errors that are coming up. Um I have a bunch of guests lined up for the show. Some guys that you guys, some pretty big names, actually. Um, I had a few reach out to me and said they listened to the Eric Lizon podcast. Um, they spoke with Eric, and he definitely you know, put a good word in for me. So thanks, Eric, for that. Um, but I, I got a, a lot of guys coming on the show in the near future here um, to talk about their time in the queue and what it was like for them and you know, what it was like to play against, you know, some of these names that are on here. Um, but like I said, it's just the way of the world, you know what I mean? I don't even think there's, there's not even like much fights in the NHL anymore, but like to see so far um, getting into halfway through January here that like there's three fights the whole month, like <laughs> it's just it's fucking shocking to me. It It really is. But like I said, I guess we're just going to have to deal with it. But yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to come on here and talk about today because like this short all and, you know, LaRue just happened a couple days ago and I just couldn't get over it. I just couldn't get over it that these guys got a two game and a three game suspension for the quote unquote stage fight. Like I watched the fight like five times and I just couldn't figure out how this is even remotely, you know, a suspension. But in today's game, it is. So, you know, it is what it is there. But, you know, these, in my opinion, it's just hurting the, yeah, it's just hurting the players in today's game to move on and get ahead. Or, you know, in a few years from now, it's it's going to be, uh, you guys used to fight in hockey. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's probably what it's going to get to. But, you know, it is what it is. And now, here's a word from our sponsor. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for a shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. So I just want to talk about now, um, moving forward, what's going to happen with the podcast and, you know, things that's going on. Um, As some of you guys know, I'm on Twitter, uh, five in a game. Uh, you guys can find me out on there. I'm on Instagram as well, where I show, I share, you know, old videos and old pictures and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I just really want to try to, you know, I'm only, I'm new to the scene, guys, but like it's, it's the viewers out there who are making this real easy for me, you know, to find a groove. I'm still learning, you know, as as I progress, I'm going to get better because, like I told you earlier, that in the the old podcast there that. My New Year's resolution is to get better at podcasting, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to have more guests on, and I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to try to make this the best, um, the best Quebec Major Junior Hockey League podcast there is out there, uh, where I talk about the former enforcers and the guys they fought. I'll do, you know, the the top five toughest guys, in my opinion, on the teams, um, which I'll have one of one of them episodes coming out, you know, maybe next week. I'll do uh, I'll do a different team. Uh, if you guys got any suggestions of who you'd like to hear, definitely hit me up um, on Five in the Game on Facebook. I'm Five in the Game on Twitter, Instagram. I'm basically all over the place that you could really think of for social media because like I'm trying to grow the name, guys, and I'm trying to get it out there. And I got a lot of support from other podcasters, man, uh, which is absolutely great. You know, everybody wants to see everybody do good. It's not like a you know, you're, you're, you're giving the wrong information or you're, you know, you're just not supporting and others like, like Darren for the fourth line voice, he shares my stuff. I share his, it would Alec, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of love that I got in a short amount of time from different podcasters, man, or even players. Like, it's just, I'm in shock and I'm glad that I could give that to them. Uh, you know, uh, cause they're giving me, like, they gave me enough memories that last a lifetime. So I'm just trying to, you know, just get it out there and spread the word to everybody that there's big names that came through the queue and there's guys that some people don't you know really know about that I think in my opinion deserve to be to be, deserve to be talked about and um that's exactly what I'm going to do so what my plan for you know 2023 is to I'm just laying the foundation guys um it's you know baby steps right now um I got that Eric Lizon interview out there that was my first ever interview I've ever done in my entire life and it seemed like you guys really really enjoyed that so that mean that meant the world to me um because I got a lot of positive feedback from you know f- f- uh former players and you know the broadcast guys like the other podcasters they all reached out to me and said they enjoyed it and they're you know they like what I'm doing so that that means a lot I got a lot of confidence going in this and I can only get better because when you got to start from the bottom and work your way up you know what I mean Um, construction is literally the only job that you can start at the top and work your way down so I seem to be doing you know pretty good Um, I made the hockey podcast network I'm on the network now uh, which I probably should have showed it out at the start of this show, so that's on me. But yeah, I'm on the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows on that network. So if you guys go there, the Hockey Podcast Network, you're, you're, there's definitely a show for you on there. Um, sponsored by DraftKings. 
So definitely go and check that out. So like I said, it, things are happening at an, a pretty quick rate. You know, like um, I'm catching a buzz right now, which is nice. I got a lot of support, like I said, from other podcasters. So that means the absolute world to me. And uh, I just wanted to come on here today, you know, to get an episode out for you guys to just thank Eric and talk about my talk about what happened this week with the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, that stupid fucking fight rule that they have, which is absolutely just disgraceful. And uh, just kind of give you a little bit of experience what it was like for me, you know, going to the, the Cape Breton Eagles games, which, like I said, was a big deal to me as a kid. And it sucks that, like, you know, today's age, they'll never have memories like that. You'll never see a see a you know heavyweight tilted center ice you'll never see that at all but you know it is what it is i guess but i am going to relive some memories for you guys through this podcast i'm going to throw out some names there that you guys you know probably might have forgot uh ones that you guys will remember and obviously the ones that really stood out the most so yeah there, like I, I got a lot of stuff that i could talk about when it comes to this league so there's no end in sight um which is nice um but like I said, I got a lot of interviews out there. So I'm sure you guys are probably wondering, you know, who my next player interview is. Well, this guy played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for two seasons. Okay. Um, he played for the Shawinigan Cataracts and he played for the Lewiston Maniacs. So if you guys aren't out there, you know, trying to figure out who exactly who it is. Well, let me tell you. That guy is none other than big number 89, Tristan Manson. Yeah, that's right, guys. I got an interview with Tristan Manson. Uh, today is Thursday. I talked to him last night, Wednesday night. Um, it's about an hour and a half long. Uh, it's an absolute beauty of an episode. He was another great dude, man. Tristan Manson, real tough guy. We go over his career from start to finish from... When he played in Junior A, how he got into the queue and when he ended over playing in Finland and was, the, you know, the infamous LNA hates league calling him. So he fought a lot of tough dudes, man. We went over it, all that guy, you know, what it was like fighting Gabby Rock and Patrick Bortolo, who went on ahead of a, a crazy NHL career as an enforcer. Um, you know, he fought like guys like Brad Gallant. He fought guys like Adam Clough, Gabby Rock, Kirk Forrest, you name it. We go over every single one of those guys and the stories behind it. And um, yeah, man, Tristan Manson was an absolute beauty of a guest. So I just want to say thanks to Tristan for coming on the show. I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. That's going to be dropping Monday. So basically, guys, my my shows are going to be dropping on Monday. Um, and if I could squeeze an extra one in there. Uh, do it during the week I will uh, it's I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Mondays and probably Fridays that um, guaranteed Mondays guaranteed Monday there'll be an episode of five in a game out every single Monday uh, whether that's a player interview whether that's a top five toughest of all time in my opinion or maybe it's like a rant like it was today about the fight rule the suspensions who knows but you are guaranteed to get one episode every single week of five in a game i'm on all the hockey podcasts you know networks that you can have i'm a part of the hockey pod network uh sorry the hockey podcast network drafted by DraftKings. use the promo code thpn which you heard earlier when the commercial went on um but definitely go do that um 
So another one is I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasting, iTunes, you name it. If there's podcasts, if there's a place for a podcast, Five in a Game is on it. Uh, so if you guys could download that, write a review, that would help me out uh, a lot. I'd be greatly, you know, really appreciative and grateful if you guys could do that for me. So that'd be really nice. Um, it takes two seconds, guys, and that's just not for my show. That's for the Fourth Line Voice. That's for the Quebec, you know, the Knuckles, the Nordiques Knuckles podcast. That's for Five for Fighting. That's for any single podcast out there. Just if you guys could download the episode and give it a like, it would really go a long way. Um, I also have a YouTube channel that I kind of been slacking on a little bit. Um, that I'm going to upload, you know, some fights up there from, you know, from guys I've either interviewed or ones that I just wanted to show, but. Um, I usually post fights every day on Instagram. Uh, I you know, that and I you know I put up. Uh, I have a collection of Quebec Major Junior Hockey League enforcers that I usually put out a couple cards a week. Um, this I also have Wildcat Wednesday where I post uh, a picture of a Moncton Wildcat and some of their fights during that day. I got Tidball Tuesdays. Uh, that's where either Brandon Tidball or Curtis Tidball from the queue. I post their videos. Uh, I'm going to actually make up some on the on the way. You know. Um, you never know. You might see Jonathan Trombley Thursdays. You don't know, right? Uh, just things like that, little things like that for you guys. So, and it's like I'm getting, you know, two thousand views on those. I'm getting one k. I'm getting one point nine k. Two thousand. Um, a lot of likes on the pictures and like. Um, but yeah, with my hockey card collection, um, I started collecting enforcer cards. Um, when I was a kid, uh, it was hard to kind of get the different enforcers from all the different teams. But I had a lot of you know Cape Breton Screaming Eagles ones. So um, I started adding them to the collection and, you know, things just started adding up. And as the Internet obviously grew, you can go on and try to find some of these cards. So I racked up a pretty good little co- collection. Uh, I got a bunch of the ones from a bunch of different teams. And, you know, I got like Alexander Vashon from the Ramuski Oceanic. You guys don't know who he is. Definitely go check that dude out. I'll have a couple of his fights either up on. I got actually have a, one on him right now up on my Instagram. It's him versus Cody Duzet absolute killer of a fight um those two guys are uh, pretty sure that's cody deuce that's rookie year uh and he comes in guns blazing as he did his whole friggin' career um you know i got a, his card uh ryan hand pierre-luc leblanc uh, scott gibson nathan vino the list goes on so i usually try to post a couple of cards uh if not one card for sure a week but uh yeah, I'm I'm pretty active on social media, guys. So definitely, if you guys could like, give me a follow, friend request, review, whatever it is that could help me out, uh, retweet, whatever. Um, it goes a long way uh, because, like I said, I'm not as established as most of these guys already are. Uh, like Darren over at the Fourth Line Vo- Voice, he's been doing it a hell of a long time, and he's been giving me you know advice and stuff like that, and has been helping me out. So I'm really grateful for that. And same with Alec. Um, you know, he has a great. He's been great. Every single person that I have talked to so far has been absolutely great. Uh, Another guy, uh, Jay Misconduct, uh, he's Jay from Iowa that uh, Darren always, you know, shouts out on his podcast. He actually reached out to me today on Thursday and uh, told me he has a good uh, 
backlog history of some Quebec Major Junior Hockey League pitchers and fights that he's going to send my way. So, Jay, greatly appreciated for that because um, you didn't have to do that. And, and every little bit helps because, like, I, I do get my stuff from, you know, YouTube or stuff that I had as a kid. So it's it's always nice to, you know, track down some new stuff and relive some memories on there. Um, so it would be cool to do that. Um, also, I've been thinking that um, the guys are going to have on the show, like, be, I, I obviously got player interviews coming um, with a lot of tough cats. I cannot wait for this year to go and see the guys that I got on this, on my my fight card conversation, I guess, that I got. I already got Eric Lizon and Tristan Manson to my list, so that's two great guys. But I have also other guests that I'm not going to tell you right now, obviously, because I want it to be a surprise. So, yeah, I'm going to... That's my fight card building so far. So I'm building, you know, I'm building a brand here with this. So I appreciate that. But what I was trying to say before I kind of, you know, rambled there is there used to be an old site. Uh, I'm going to show it out right now. Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, tough guys. Um, and they used to, you know, put a list down, a little bit of questions and answers type deal. And they would write them down and post them. I feel I'm going to do the same way. I'm going to do that for the French guys. So there's a lot of guys that went through the queue that are French, obviously, um, that were tough, tough dudes, but they, they don't speak good English, so I can't get them on the show. So I was thinking I'm going to, you know, send them a list of questions and they will answer them. I will write them down, translate it from French to English, write them down and do my questions and answers on my show. So like, for an example, I Huber Poulon. I reached out to him. He he's down for something like that because he he doesn't speak good English and I can't get him on my show. So I'm going to do something like that. So I'm not limited of just you know trying to interview um, the English guys for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. So I'm going to do my own version of something similar to what they did. Uh, that thing they're not a thing anymore. Um, they were kind of a, a thing back in like 2005. 2006 and then they I don't know whatever happened it just vanished um if that person is out there that you should run that site that is listening to this podcast definitely definitely hit me up I would love to see uh just some of the stuff that you have left over or, you know just whatever I can get my hands on if if you're out there listening to this podcast I'd I'd greatly appreciate it if you could hit me up um some of the you know one of the questions was do you have any like things you do like any rituals before the game to get ready for a fight stuff like that or like who is your favorite opponent what's your favorite city to play in the list goes on and on just things I could ask these guys that uh don't speak good English and that are fan favorites so that's my plan um it's my idea there that um it just came into my head the other night um that I was thinking about it and then yeah, so it's just something that I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking I'm, I'm really thinking hard about doing it. So chances are I'm probably going to do it. So uh, yeah, just anything different that I could be different from other people's podcasts. But like I said, I'm focusing on the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, the past history, the tough guys, the guys that came through here, um, the fights that happened, and their legacy, and to talk about them as much as I possibly can. And thank you so much, guys, for the listeners out there. Um, that's all that I have for you guys today. Thank you for joining me. Um, it's Thursday, uh, January 12th. So this will be out tomorrow, the 13th. So yeah, thank you so much again, guys, for listening and uh, take care. And I'll see you here next time on Five in a Game when I interview Tristan Manson. Thanks, guys, and take care.
And this is what I'm concerned about down the stretch. This could get out of hand. The fans love it. But boy, oh boy, the two coaches have to be careful in a situation like this. It could get ugly. It really could get ugly. You don't want things like this to get out of hand. 